Welcome to the Rectify Podcast, your go-to marketing destination for direct-to-consumer brands. I'm Sandy Dedean, your host, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on your brand's growth journey. In each episode, we'll demystify the DTC marketing landscape, providing practical advice you can implement right away with the help of industry experts and remarkable founder guests. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, this podcast is your compass to navigate the ever-evolving world of D2C marketing. Get ready to tap into a wealth of knowledge, harness your brand's full potential, and join the ranks of unstoppable D2C success stories. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Rectified Podcast. Today's guest is Brian Schultz, founder of the Freshwater Pearl Company, a brand for jewelry made out of freshwater pearl. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Brian, you come from an extensive experience in the corporate world. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so my background, 20-year kind of corporate person, so came out of graduate school with a degree in hospitality and was fortunate enough to work with some great brands like Walt Disney World, Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, and uh, MGM Grand. And uh, it was building a business with a small software company in the timeshare space, kind of still following along the hospitality journey. And then I uh, got introduced to a local company here in San Diego. They were a workforce solutions recruitment company. They had a technology product. They were growing globally. Had a chance to join them and kind of work my way up into in a corporate executive role. And uh, I guess at that point, if I can transition, just tell a little bit about my story. My mom, uh, yes. you know, I lost her in Feb 2020 to a 19-year journey with breast cancer. And so she was first diagnosed in in 2001, went into remission for 15 years, and it came back in her second breast in 2016, had a second mastectomy, and then was in remission. And then shortly thereafter, it spread to her lymph nodes, had a lymphectomy, and then shortly thereafter, went into remission, and then it spread to her femur, and had eaten halfway through her femur, and had to get a rod inserted into her femur to stabilize her bone, went back into remission. And then unfortunately, it was around the end of 2019, where we found out that it spread to her brain. And so just a few short months later, she passed in Feb 2020. And that was really kind of the impetus, right? That's um, life, family you know, is a big part of who I am and what I do and kind of where I was raised in a small town in Connecticut and I live in San Diego. It kind of put my priorities order and said, you know, why do I do what I do and why am I doing what I'm doing? And had just realized that maybe there was something out there. Like I was certainly, Fulfilled, had a great career, worked 20 years to get to the, you know, to the, to the position and the role that I had in the company, but just was missing something, you know, and there was like a passion that I was looking for. And I decided to create the Freshwater Pro Company in honor of my mom. And so I shifted out of corporate America in May of 2021 and started the Freshwater Pro Company. So I'm just about two and a half years on my journey. And in honoring my mom's legacy, I donate 2% of gross sales to cancer research and to nonprofit agencies supporting women in, and families in need. So that's a little bit about my story, kind of how I started and where I've come to and where I am today. This is amazing. So you turned something that was like a negative experience into something that's beautiful, positive, helping other people, and then also helping yourself in the process. I really love that. So what made you go into pearls, for example, as a choice and what makes your 
jewelry unique? Yeah. So uh, the first thing is, is, you know, my mom was always someone who liked to dress like for, for instance, her hair was something that she really loved to do. So she always went to the hairstylist. I think it's a friendship camaraderie thing, but it was also, she just loved to yeah. do her hair and she loved to dress up and she always had jewelry and, and, you know, a lot of times it was pearls and it was just a mixture of various things. Uh, but when she passed, uh, uh, my designer of the jeweler I've known for 22 years. So a lot of that's threads in my business. You'll see that there are people that have been around me and helped me through this journey. And so her name's Diane and I met her in 2001. Uh, I worked with her husband at Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts and she's been selling wholesale for about 13 years. So when I said I was going to potentially consider doing something else, she said, why don't you go online and create a brand? And I was like, well, I don't know anything about jewelry. I don't know anything about e-commerce. I don't know anything about websites or sales. And sure enough, here I am two and a half years later. And so I knew the product was very good. I knew the product sold because she'd been doing it for 13 years. And mm -hmm. I knew there was a way that I could honor my mom and give back to women in need, especially families going through cancer or other types of, let's just say challenges or obstacles in their lives. And it just kind of, the two kind of came together. It was, you know, even now starting yeah. to think about what I do next, it's, it's one pearl at a time. It's one customer at a time. It's, you know, impacting one family at a time. It's impacting one woman at a time. And that's kind of my mantra and mission. And our, our tagline is our pearls, your story. And I had a story to tell, not just my 20 year corporate career and how fulfilling and blessed I was to be a part of it, but now to go out and create something new and to really begin a whole new chapter of my, my life and to honor my mom. So yeah, that's how the pearls came about. It was, uh, it was through the relationship with Diane, knowing my mom always liked to dress up. And I think you don't have to just wear a pearl at the yeah. fancy event. You know, our pearls no. now to kind of your second question are what makes them unique? Freshwater pearls are meant to be worn. There's a lot of people that have the legacy and the heirlooms that are passed down through family yeah. generations. And those are fantastic pieces. But our pearls are meant to be worn every day. And we have versatility, our pieces. You know, I probably say top 10 in the world of versatility of what we offer in terms of the color of freshwater pearls. We have various styles in terms of materials, whether it be metal and pearls, leather and pearls, suede and pearls, seed beads and pearls. We have various stones like turquoise and Amazonite and lapis. Um, we just have a wide variety. I think there's over 120 pieces on my website. And when you look at all the different colors and variations of suede and leather and seed beads and crystals, there's yeah. almost 400 different variations and skews for what we offer. So it's, yeah. uh, it's fun, it's exciting. I don't want yeah. to say that we try to appeal to everyone. We don't, but we got price points from $29 yes. up to our most expensive piece of up to, you know, $1,000. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go to a fundraising gala or something to wear pearls. You can even wear it with t-shirts. <laughs> you know, you can wear it uh, on a daily basis. And nowadays it has become a very trendy piece of accessory for all generations. So it's also not only for... um older people but even like the youngest are wearing it because it has become a trend and it's such a unique piece that I feel it's a personal opinion but I think it just brightens somebody's face sort of that's what that's what I feel uh, in terms of pearls um Ryan tell me a little bit about how did you end up with Celebrity Chef, Housewives of Dallas, Vanderpump, you know, all of those people. Just tell me a little bit, like, how did you end up collaborating with all of these people? 
Yeah. And so you never know, right, uh, how and where things are going to connect to. So it, it was interesting. I connected with my very first influencer back in August of 2021 when I started the business. And she was a woman with cancer and she was someone who was doing content around mid-life fashion. And she continues to support my business. I continue to support her business. We'll do a third annual Get a Pearl, Give a Pearl this November. And so it was through this network and connection of these women. So she's introduced me now probably to close to 25 to 50 women in the space of influence that talk about fashion or style or design. And it was through that, that this woman in New York, her name's Cindy Gross. She has a radio show in New York City. And she reached out to me and said, I have a radio show and I have a Pearls of Wisdom spot that I do on my radio show. And oh, she said, this. would the Freshwater Pearl Company like to sponsor my radio show for June, July, and August? And so that's how we got started. And then, mm -hmm. you know, typically that's just the beginning. And she, once she started realizing that I did all these types of collaborations with all these different nonprofits and charities and cancer institutes, as well as women that support fashion and style, she said, you know, I do marketing. Would you be open to doing some marketing collaborations with me? And I was like, well, what do you think? And she's like, well, what's your demographic? And I said, typically it's like a 40, 50 plus year old woman. You know, it's a woman that could be a professional. It could be a woman that likes to uh, network and get together with friends and colleagues, typically likes to dress, whether it's athleisure wear or it's like a tea like you're wearing today. Um, just someone that likes to have fun with jewelry, likes to have fun with life and likes to engage and connect with, with other women. And she said, well, I have a couple of ideas for you. And so she introduced me to first Jen Davis. She's a housewife of Dallas. And she's done a couple of collaborations with me and posted on her social media. And then we'll be going to Dallas up and coming to do a sip and shop at one of my friend's house. And then also potentially a, uh, an event with a local boutique. And then Chef Penny Davidi, she's a celebrity um, chef with the Food Network. Uh, she's been on Vanderpump Rules and has been working and collaborating with Lisa Vanderpump for a few years now. Um, what I do with a lot of my pieces, especially the necklaces, I name them after influential women in my life. And so I just okay. named the Penny Necklace this week and Penny just launched the Penny Necklace this past Monday on Instagram. So that was really fun. That was really cool. Yeah, uh, my ads are launching today. And so the new Penny Necklace will be launched. And then I did a Jen Davis uh, combo stat. So we have a picture of her. Ironically, it's in a bathing suit and she's wearing her pearl jewelry at the pearl. And I just think it's it's really great to get to just show the different design styles and versatility of our pieces. So mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. very blessed, very fortunate to have so many women supporting me along this journey and, and great to have Jen Davis and Jeff Penny mm -hmm. to the as a part of those collaborations too. I mean, just the cause, you know, behind the brand, I think is enough for these people to say yes to collaborating with you. I'm pretty sure there's going to be many more and I hope there will be and that you're going to be a, a really known brand, like more known than you are now. Um, Brian, it's, it's the third year in your business. And I know for a fact from myself and from working with other uh, entrepreneurs like you, how lonely the journey is <laughs> and how it is to do everything by yourself, figure things out by yourself. Uh, the online world is, so like it's so big there's a lot of things to learn about how did you do this how did how are you still navigating all of these things um by yourself 
still one. I, uh, I'm very fortunate to have had a team of people that has helped me along the entire journey. As I mentioned, I didn't, I didn't know Shopify when I started, I didn't know what a you know, website design and development was like, uh, there were lots of things that I didn't know. And I've had, and been blessed with a team of people to help me a good buddy from middle school has run my Google ads. Uh, my cousin helped me with some SEO and organic ranking on my pages. Cause I, I didn't know what that was. Someone I've known since elementary yeah. school helped write the copy and come up with the tagline of our pearls, your story. She knew my family, she knew my mom. And so she wanted to help me. Um, Allison, who's been my social media manager now since literally day one, she's helped me with content, with all the social media postings, with all the lifestyle photo shoots. She helps me with my email marketing, my blogging. Uh, Diane with the designs and, you know, the list goes on and on with all the collaborators mm -hmm. and the influencers. Uh, but you know, it's, it's humility. And I think in life, you know, even now I'm 48 this year, I'm reinventing myself. And so the 20 year corporate yeah. career now into an entrepreneur, I have a second business that I'm launching in a service side, which I'm really looking forward to here up and coming, but. And yeah, to the core of what I do is I honor my mom. And when you right. do something that you're passionate about and you have a big enough reason and mission and purpose and why, like I get up and I say, this is work, but it takes humility. It takes patience. It takes learning. I've done a lot of things and I'll be honest, I've invested hundreds of thousand dollars into this brand. I've used multiple agencies for running ads. I've tried yeah. um, various giveaways. I've done pop-up stores. I've done trunk shows that, you know, I've done so many different things, some work, but let's be honest, most don't. And so you got to yes. find <laughs> the things that are most aligned with your audience that are true and genuine to who you are and what you do. And I think for me, it's, it's that charitable giving. It's, it's that, okay. it's that purpose and mission of honoring my mom, giving back to others, going through cancer or through difficult and challenging uh, obstacles in their lives and finding ways to help them and to do it with a product like, you know, freshwater pearl jewelry and to continue to find people, like you said, who, who want to support my brand, who want to support yep. me, who want to help women and families that are going through these issues and these struggles. I think there's a yep. big trend to, to support small businesses and to shop small, especially companies who have a big mission and purpose. And so, Yes, it's work. There are days that are harder than others. The entrepreneur's journey can be long. It can be a tremendous yeah. struggle. There's no doubt. I have my good days and there are certainly some really good dark day. days. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, my mom's legacy and the mission to continue to build this is something that just keeps me motivated each and every day. And if I can help other women and families to not go through the same experience that me, my family, my mom went through and we can give them some additional guidance and support, whatever it is, financially, mental, emotional, psychological, and service and support that just continues to motivate me each and every day. And so, yes, it's lonely. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, there are days that I wonder if it's ever really going to work. But two and a half years in, I just keep the focus and the momentum on the things that align the most with me my customer and just trying to find ways yeah. to give back to more people. And I just believe that that will create a bigger mm -hmm. success. And, you know, our pearls are a story. That story will be become other people's story and why they buy from us and why they give from us. And I write handwritten notes to every single customer. And that's just a part of the personalization. And why do I do it? I can still do it at a point of where we're small enough. But my mom wrote handwritten notes to every person that donated to her breast cancer walk every year. 
Mm-hmm. And so in honor of my mom, I write those thank you notes for as long as I possibly can to show my customers their level of personalization. I fulfill everything from my home and I do everything here. So when someone buys from me, they know it's going to be personalized. They know it's going to be wrapped from me. And then there's going to be a little note from me as well. And so mm-hmm. it's those things when you stay connected to that inner purpose and that yeah. mission, I think that's the thing that keeps you going each and every day. Mm-hmm. Um. I really love everything that you said, because if you don't have that mission, you would have quit like a long time ago. (laughs) Like, wait, I know entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've never been in the corporate world. And I know that it's a crazy roller coaster ride. And there are the ups are really high and the lows are really low. And there are days where you really want to quit. But when. But. You know, that moment when you sell some jewelry, let's say in your situation, when I buy from these people, I know that somebody's doing a small dance in the kitchen. That's right. And I there's know a happy dance. That, yeah, there's always a happy dance happening there. And the same applies to me. We all do the small happy dance because all of the efforts and the perseverance, you know, and everything that we're doing is finally working out and we're going to be able to help and give back etc. So I do believe that this is like the source of what keeps us going. And I really love this. Um, I'm really curious when you told the people around you that you're quitting the corporate world and you're going to venture into entrepreneurship, did they think that you're crazy? Like you have things happening for you. You have a stable job and everything. Did they think that you are crazy to do this? It's a great question. Um, <laughs> You know, my biggest advocate, my biggest rock in my life is my wife, Anna. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't do it without her because, you know, we're bootstrapping everything uh, and and building the business from our own retirement assets. So first and foremost, she had the biggest belief in me. And she just said, you know, you do, you do you and you do what makes you, you. And if this is where you want to go, I am 1000% behind you. And even when I started working with Diane, we found a way to get product and to make that work. And so like, there are so many people that have just jumped in and just said, whatever you need, I'm here to help you. Like my cousin and my good friend from elementary school, my good friend in middle school. And so it wasn't like this big shocking belief, like, oh my God, Brian's going to leave all this stuff behind that he worked so hard to build for 20 years. It was more like... He has a mission of the purpose, his mom's legacy, and now he wants to go and make an impact on the world. I have a nine-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. And so part of my mission and purpose is to teach them, right? That they get to mm-hmm. learn a business. They get to learn about pricing and cost structure and profitability yeah. and accountability and what it takes to run a business. And so there'll be times that they'll help me pack orders and they'll come over and say, how many orders did you get today? Or I'll go do an event and they'll check in and say, how many sales have you had today? you like... It's just great. Like it's, uh, it's something that in my corporate world, you know, I was at a conference and there's a gentleman by the name of Ed Milet in the personal development space. And he talks about um, the world of the merry-go-round or the world of the roller coaster, as you said. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mm -hmm. most people, if you have a job, you have the merry-go-round and you go around in a slow circle and you see the same scenery each and every day. And that's some people's lives. And then there's the lives of the roller coaster. Where it's like up and it's exhilarating down (laughs) and then it's a big chair and then you go another way, right? And I'm all animated because I'm I'm kind of explaining the roller coaster, but that's the roller coaster of the entrepreneur, right? It's not to stay in the corporate world. You don't have that. You do. But I think Mm -hmm. when I look back, 
and you have a brand that you work for, whether it be a Disney or an MGM brand or a Four Seasons Hotel or mm-hmm. elite premium brands, the brand's known. And so you have that loyalty yeah. and you have your following. But when you start as a small business, I had zero followers. I had zero yeah. customers. I had zero email you know, customers in my database and you have to grow it. And in yeah. 28 months, I now have 1,800 followers and growing and I have almost 3,000 people in my database. But it's taken yeah. a lot of time and energy and creativity and thought in order to build those things. And so mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, to really answer your question, more people were more supportive of my notion to go into the world of entrepreneurship yeah. because I'm motivated, I'm passionate, I'm driven, I have an mm-hmm. achiever mentality. And I think you need that, but you need the resilience. You need to yeah. have that mental and emotional and psychological resilience, physical resilience yeah. to push through the challenges. And then all the support that I have to get there, you know, and it starts with my wife. I, I just can't thank her enough for just believing me and continuing to support me and support the business. And each and every day she has her own personal wardrobe. She can pull any piece out and she has <laughs> any piece of earring, necklace, bracelet, or ring yeah. that she wants to wear to her job as a partner in her financial services yeah. firm. So yeah, I'm very fortunate. I'm very, um, very, very fortunate. Yeah. I do believe that it's a blessing. Most entrepreneurs don't have the tribe, if I may call, um, they don't have the tribe that's encouraging them. Most, you know, uh, people who want to venture into entrepreneurship, they get a lot of criticism. And I do believe that it's a blessing that you are surrounded by people who are supporting you, so supporting your mission, supporting everything that you do. And it's really interesting that you mentioned Ed Milet. You're the second entrepreneur. Last week, I was interviewing another small business owner who also like packs the orders in her car and goes to, you know, to deliver the products, you know, herself, et cetera, et cetera. And she also mentioned Ed Milet and how like uh, listening to him or, you know, reading his books doing one more and all of the things the that power, he talks yeah, about. Yeah, the power of one more. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then right below it, I'll be in LA exactly. tomorrow at a Brendan Bouchard event, High Performance Habits. Oh, and yo, yes. his his notion and, and teachings and learnings, and I've been lucky enough mm-hmm. to, to go to Tony Robbins conferences and work with Michael Hyatt and the Full Focus Planner. And so there's just, it, it's been a journey. It's not just the online journey. It's the the personal, professional development exactly. of me in order for me mm-hmm. to be successful uh, or my business to be successful, I have to grow and I have to look at those gaps and where I need to elevate myself. And so yeah. I knew nothing about social media. I knew nothing about digital marketing. I am by no means an expert. I'm still a novice, but it's a journey. Yeah. It's one that I enjoy 98% of the time <laughs> and I'll continue to work through the other two or 3% of the time. But to your point, yeah. I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. I have a very supportive cast of people that continue to help me and support me every day. But to your yeah. point earlier, I think it's my mom. I think it's that mission. I think it's the legacy. And mm. I think it's that I'm out here to help. I, I have a yeah. store in Cabo San Lucas at a resort. It's uh, it's the Acre Resort. and uh, it's, it's been now a year and a half that I've had that store and I donate 2% of sales to their animal rescue. So on property, they have an animal yeah. rescue and so they have dogs and cats and bunnies. They have a camel and uh, it's just a big part of giving back to the community. And there's a couple of people that work at the resort that make various types of, uh, whether it be bathing suits or other types of jewelry, uh, I want to promote and help them. And so I sell some of their stuff in my store as a way mm-hmm. to support the local community there. So 
yeah. again, giving back is a big part of what I do. And it's just, it's in who I am. That was what was missing from, I think, my corporate career was trying to, to give back and help others. And I'm just very fortunate I can continue to do mm -hmm. it and certainly pray that my journey will continue and I can continue to yes. grow and continue to do it each and every day. Yeah, I wish that for you too. Brian, you. Uh, we're at the end of this episode and I usually like to ask my guests a series of three questions. Okay. Are you ready for that? I'm ready. I hope. Let's see. <laughs> So, Brian, how would your friends describe what you do for a living? Oh, God, how do my friends describe what I do for a living? I, I think they would say he has a mission and a passion to help others. Like that is his biggest, that's yeah. his biggest thing. He Love has a heart. This. He has a heart of gold and uh, he, he really wants to help. And I think people mm -hmm. who get to know me see it and seal it each and every day. Mm -hmm. I love this. Um, question number two, what is one thing that your work did? that you didn't expect? So I think, you know, life's a journey. And one thing I didn't expect was kind of going through the corporate world and going through everything that I'd done, but it was kind of preparing me for this stage. And so everything stacks on top of each other. And yeah. so in my last two jobs, when I was with a small startup company, we were a small company and kind of grew through the toughest economic times of 2006 to 2011. And then mm -hmm. um, with the Workforce Solutions Company, Eastridge that I worked with, we've probably grown three or four different divisions over my 10-year tenure. But all of those led to me now building my own business. And I couldn't be where I am today yeah. if I didn't have all those learnings through my 20-year career that had gotten me to where I am mm -hmm. today. And for all of the people throughout my life that had gotten me here through elementary school, middle school, high school, college, graduate school, everything stacks up and life is just one continuous learning process. And yeah, yeah. that's something I that with you. I have learned and have been now looking back. It's, it's a blessing in disguise that I probably would mm -hmm. have never have noticed. Yeah. Last question. Is there a book that changed your life and you would recommend to our audience? Oh, a book. There's a lot of different books that I've read. Uh, what's the biggest one that I've really enjoyed? The Power of One More by Ed Milet is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Brendan Bouchard's um, High Performance Habits is fantastic. Um, those are probably two. Yeah, these um, are the top two. I we think just, there we was... just read one. <laughs> yeah, those are two. And Jeff Alton has a book and uh, I really enjoyed his book. And he talks about the concept of your network of, you know, you're influenced mm -hmm. by the five closest people to you. And yes. I think that was powerful to me, especially as I start to network in entrepreneurship. That's you need to find people and be mm. around people that elevate you, you know, because I'm yeah. a novice and a new space. And so I need to find people that can continue to get me to that next level. So, mm -hmm. so um, true. So, yeah, those are probably three of the ones that I think have been the most impactful to me. Perfect. Thank you, Brian. Sorry, I couldn't um, say one. I just couldn't say one. No, three okay. in so many different it's ways. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Brian, um, where can our audience find you? So the freshwaterprocompany.com is our website and we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Etsy, Pinterest at the Freshwater Pro Company. That's our handle. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to link to everything in the description of this podcast. Thank you, Brian, for being a guest. And to all the listeners, I'll be with you next week with a new episode.